So I am just leaving um, my therapist doctor's office. I see <clears throat> um, a talk therapy person, and I also see a psych psychiatric uh, nurse practitioner. She's who prescribes me the drugs. Um, so anyways, I have to see this nurse practitioner every three months, and we do a little med check, and, and she just makes sure that everything's going good, basically. Um, and if not, talk through it and figure out if there's something we need to change or swap or, you know, whatever. Anyways, there's a few actual medical stats that she takes every single time. She takes my heart rate and all that stuff um, and has me weigh. Well, today I weighed, it's funny too, because, you know, every scale is different and that always blows my mind and also freaks me out because I'm like, listen, I know what my scale said this morning, so if your scale lies to us, we're going to have a problem. <laughs> well, anyways, but honestly, as long as you're being <laughs> weighed on the same scale every time, it doesn't really matter that it's not the same as the scale at your house. So, <clears throat> according to her scale... I've lost seven pounds since the last time that I saw her, which was three months ago, um, which isn't obviously a rapid weight loss timeline. That's a pretty, you know, that's what, half a pound a week? Is that right? Something like that. Um, so it's pretty like average kind of thing. It's not aggressive by any means. But when I tell you that when she said you've lost seven pounds since the last time I saw you, like, it just put me over the fucking moon. Over the moon. And mainly because in the last three months, I've been the least consistent that I've been at the gym, which honestly probably accounts for some of the weight loss. I've definitely lost a little bit of muscle mass. Um, but, and I have been less intentional about my eating, but in a way that's actually serving me. So I've been basically caring less about food. And I don't mean that, again, I don't mean that in a negative way. Um, normally I have a pretty aggressive relationship with food. I rely on it for a lot of emotional purposes and a lot of comfort and not things that actually <laughs> serve me or that should be behind my intention with food at all. Well, lately I've just been so busy and feeling so good and like on my shit that I don't need food to fill any voids. I don't need food to like make me feel better or keep me busy when I'm bored. It's like I have other things that rightfully should be filling those voids for me. And, oh God, I don't know. I just, all of that to say that none of that would have been possible for me had I not gotten on an antidepressant. Because I, I know that about myself. I have been on and off of antidepressants since I was, let's see, 17, a junior, like right at the start of my junior year in high school. Um, and the only times I've gotten off is because something has happened or I've, for some wild reason, I've run into difficulties like with my doctor's office or, or something's just been just like inconvenient enough for me to be like, fuck it. 
this isn't a priority right now, and then a week goes by, and then a month goes by, and the next thing I know, I'm like, oh, fuck, I haven't been on anything for five months now. It's never really, like, an intentional, oh, I don't believe in this shit. Um, and I just, last year, I had the worst, worst experience with depression that I've had in a long time. Um, and unfortunately... we weren't sure what route to go medication wise. And so starting in like October, I just got this new job that I was pumped about, but I felt like shit all the time. I couldn't focus and I was scared to death that my mental state was going to fuck up this job opportunity for me. And I just was like this, that won't do basically. That's not an acceptable reality for me. So we got to figure some shit out and we got to figure it out fast. So she gave me a few options. We, you know, we'd go down one route and it would, you know, a month would go by and I'd be like, I don't feel any fucking better. I'm gaining weight. Like this isn't, something's not working, you know, but the hard part about antidepressants is you have to give them time and that just fucking sucks. It sucks when you're out here, like trying to navigate murky waters and don't really know what direction to go. So long story short, we fuck around with a couple different medications between October and January 1. Well, I've been eating like shit, feeling like shit. Life's just been kind of difficult for me for those three months. Well, then finally, I remember right after the first of the year, and none of my fucking clothes fit. We go to a New Year's Eve party, my boyfriend and I, and I just feel like shit about myself. The whole time I feel like total shit about myself. And I'm like, Mike, I'm not comfortable. My clothes don't fit. None of this stuff that I've had for years that's always fit my adult body, it none of it fits. And I don't feel good. I don't feel good in my own skin. So a couple of days after New Year's, I finally weigh myself because I know I've been gaining weight, but... And every time I go and see her, which has been like every two weeks, a month at the longest, um, she weighs me, but I'm so stressed about it and already in such a bad mental state that I refuse to look down. I will not look at the scale every time she's weighed me. And I, she has, this totally pissed me off, which was not her deal you know, I should not place the blame on her, but she tells me like, obviously, you know, you know about antidepressants and a huge um, side effect of many of them is weight gain. So we're going to keep an eye on it and, you know, try to keep a handle on that and just make sure nothing gets too out of hand. Well, I haven't been looking. She never tells me when I'm in her office, you know, what the scale said. I refuse to look. She's probably assuming that I'm looking and I'm assuming if it's bad, she'll tell me. (laughs) We're like the fucking blind leading the blind out here. So Sorry, I'm 45 fucking tangents here. Finally, after New Year's, I weigh myself for the first time since, like, September when I first moved back to Wichita from Nashville. I have gained almost to the tenth of a pound 20 fucking pounds. 20 pounds! Which, and I know that started in October when I started on the meds. I know September, nothing was really going on. So literally in three months, I gained 20 pounds. That's fucking outrageous to me. I mean, it set me spiraling. I was in a real fucking dark place for a good few days after that. 
but I needed to see it. You know, I could see it on my body. I just needed something factual to tell me like, Hey sister, shit is getting out of control. And not that the number on the scale is the important part here. What's happening is I was purposefully being like negligent. I, you know, and not necessarily to a fault. Like that's just how it is. Sometimes none of us want to see that hard truth. Other stuff is hard enough. The last thing we want to do is feel like shit, more shit about our bodies. So I have a few whole reasons for going on this rant in the first place. The first one being mental health is serious. It's serious. And there are people out there who can, they have the expertise and the resources who can help you. And more than that, want to help you. There's no shame in my mental health game. Okay. And there shouldn't be in anyone's because as far as I'm concerned, the world would be a much fucking better and happier and brighter place. If everybody gave a fuck about their mental health. Okay. And I, I don't mean that in quite as harsh of a tone that I'm sharing it, but take it serious. Like if you are somebody who's halfway aware and pays attention to your mind and your body, and you can tell something's off, go find yourself a therapist, find somebody to talk to about it and understand, is there just stuff that I need help working through? Like, do I just need a sounding board sometimes? Or like a completely disinterested party who has no agenda, who is there literally to serve me, who will give it to me straight and has no skin in the game about what I choose to do in situations or how I live my life. They don't give a fuck. They're just there to help you navigate your own life. Do you just need that? Or do you need that and someone to advise you, hey, I think maybe there's something going on in your brain that there's a natural, nothing you can do about it, chemical imbalance in your brain that we just need to tweak slightly, which can easily be done by seeing a doctor and figuring out what you need. And I think for a lot of people, it's a not extreme. I come from a family that has history of depression on both sides. So I was just kind of fucked from the jump. Like it's, it was pretty much inevitable that I was going to have some form of depression and it just happens to be slightly extreme. And I say that with a smile on my face because I'm out here handling it and it's not a big deal and it doesn't paralyze my life. So I think for a lot of people, even like real small, simple doses of things can help. And even if that's something you're not comfortable with or, or that's not something that you're interested in, even just seeing a therapist makes that much bigger of an impact. Because none of us know what the fuck we're doing out here. I think that's pretty apparent. If you have an Instagram, and I guarantee we go back through your likes, there's probably 75,000 memes that you've liked about, like, adulthood, the worst hood I've ever lived in. Kind of shit, you know? Because it's funny. But it's funny because it's a little real. So, take care of your mental health. Think about it. Process it. Understand what you need. If you had a fucking gash on your thigh that you couldn't treat by yourself, would you just like slap four band-aids on it and strap that skin together? Or would you go see a fucking doctor for stitches? It's the same thing. It makes me so sad that people don't see it as the same thing because it is. If shingles come flying off of your roof in a bad storm, 
Some people are going to hop up there and re-shingle it, but that's because they actually know how to do it. Most of us are going to call our insurance, and they're going to bring out an expert to fix it properly. God, it's just, I could give you a million examples. If your nails look like shit, are you going to the nail salon? Or are you, like, whipping out tips and dipping your own fingers at home? We hire experts for everything else in our life. I don't know why we've convinced ourselves that there's something shameful about seeking a mental health expert. It's all the fucking same. And quite frankly, I think it's a sign of maturity, of adulthood, and of responsibility. You're not out here just spewing your own emotional bullshit on people without thinking there's ever going to be any consequences or that you're not responsible for the effects of all this stuff that you haven't worked through. You're absolutely responsible. You are responsible for your mental health. Nobody else is going to help you with it. It's you. And I think I personally prefer that. I like being the captain of my life. I like being in charge. And I don't think anybody could live my life or handle my shit better than I could. And I think that's the same for all of us. You just got to believe that you have that power and you have that capacity. And really to just put a whole bow on this conversation. The thing about the scale. So as much as that is such a huge win for me and, you know, it makes me feel really good. It makes me feel really good because for me, it's a tangible proof that I do feel better. Because I know I feel better. I see it in a bajillion areas of my life. But that's an area that it's like, okay, this is something we've been measuring with my psychiatric doctor every single time I've seen her over the past year. And right now is literally almost on the dot a year since I started seeing her. So it's like we've been tracking a certain set of data this entire time. And to see how far I've come on paper, basically, it just feels so good. And it feels like reassurance. Like, yeah, you know you feel better. And look, here's actual proof that you feel better. You don't need your vices as much. You don't need your numbing activities as much because life is good. You're present. You're busy. You're showing up for shit. You got things going on. It's not, it's not so much about the scale. It's more about what the scale represents. And there's been a lot of fluctuation over the past year, too, because once I started weighing myself in January... I decided I needed to get more comfortable with weighing myself simply for the, the concept of being in check with my body, like keeping a pulse on it all the time, not applying any meaning to what I see on the scale or to that number, but being proactive in my own health and my own life and paying attention rather than, than just shoving it under the rug and pretending like me. I don't need to see that. I know where I'm at. <clears throat> and it's actually been kind of a good exercise for me because my main priority was feel better. I want my head, my heart, and my skin to feel better. 
primarily my head and my heart. And so as I worked on that, it was like a byproduct that my skin and the scale felt better to me. But like I said, there was some fluctuation in there and it was, it was good fucking practice. Cause I would cringe, you know, every day when I get on the scale, I cringe a little bit still, but when I'd get on there and see that I'd gained a couple of pounds or if I, you know, accidentally went a couple weeks without weighing myself and then got on and was like, oh, fuck, you know, I did some backtracking there a little bit. It was good practice to be able to have like kind conversations with myself and see the number on the scale that I didn't love. It wasn't what I wanted to see. And then look in the mirror and be like, that doesn't matter. Do you, are you still feeling better? Are we making progress in the areas that are a priority? If the answer to that is yes, then great. Don't worry about a damn thing else. If the answer to that is no, then maybe some of what you're seeing on the scale is tied to that. And what can we do to keep making progress on the priority of your heart and your mind? Because the scale will follow. For me, the scale always follow, follows. It just does. If I get on the scale and it's a number I don't want to see, almost always it's because I don't feel good about life. And when I feel real fucking good about life, the scale blows me away. It's, that's just been true for me my entire life. And that's, I understand that's not the scenario for everybody. But I, I very much know that about me and it has stayed true for a very, very long time. If you're already taking care of your mental health and, you know, I'm preaching to the choir right now, good for you. I'm proud of you and I know that it's, it's not the easiest journey, but it's so worth it. And you know that and, you know, if you don't have people in your life who are telling you how proud you should be of the fact that you own your mental health, take it from me. I'm fucking proud of you and you have every right to be overwhelmed with pride that you're handling your shit and you are a responsible party. And if that's an area that you're still kind of struggling with and maybe you even buy into like, yeah, I do think it's really important, but I don't think I need help. I don't, I don't think that like, I respect everything other people do. I respect you, Sam, for going to the doctor and taking your meds and like all the things you're doing. But I don't think that's me. I don't think, I don't think I need to be doing all that. I would encourage for you to dig a little deeper into why you believe that and honestly, why you believe you're not worthy of those resources or a fully happy life that you could be tapping into. Because it's all available to us all the time. It's our decision whether we tap into that or not. And there's a billion resources out there. You know, maybe you're not comfortable with the way that my route is for handling my mental health. Do a little bit of research. See what else is out there. You know, maybe there's resources out there that suit you better. That's fucking fabulous. You go find those and you be a part of those. You're worthy of it. And it's important. Regardless, I'm proud of us. 
I'm excited for us to continue to grow in this journey and evolve. And, and I love that the world is every day more and more embracing of the mental health community and concepts around mental health. And, you know, I want my kids to grow up in an environment that is safe to feel what they're feeling and to think or to, to share their thoughts and feel like they're absolutely worthy of a good and full and happy and loved life. I want the whole world to feel that way. Thank you for listening. I'm going to get off my soapbox. Um, and this is such great timing. Happy uh, two days belated World Mental Health Day. I love you guys. I'll talk to you in the next one.